yeah. Here we go. Holiday music. Oh, hey, everybody. Welcome to Voice of the Parrot. I'm your host, Shasta Ray. Just sitting here jamming out to a little Christmas music while Murray is upstairs going absolutely bonkers because I ditched him to record. Oh my gosh, he's up there squawking and singing and trying to get my attention. Poor little guy. I really wish I could bring him down here. My intention when I got him is he was going to be one of my little podcast companions. But he is just so darn destructive. So until I find a remedy for that, and he will not sit on a play stand right next to me with seed. He just, it, he wants to destroy stuff. <laughs> I don't know why. And uh, I started recording a couple of times with Bug. He wanted to be upstairs and he could hear Murray squawking and flock calling at me, which made him nuts. And he wanted to go back upstairs. So... He kept flapping around. He doesn't know how to flap, so he'd end up running around on the floor like a little chicken or something. It was just, it was bad. It was bad. And then Zoltan, my original podcast bird, is not used to the new studio arrangement, so I gotta bring him down here when I can spend a little time, and it's not just a thrust him in a new space and expect him to be as chill as he is in his normal space that he's been going to for almost two years. So, yeah, birdie drama, birdie drama. You gotta you gotta keep the birdies in the forefront of your head. You know, each one has their own little personality, their likes, their dislikes, and different degrees of how attached they are to their surroundings or to you or whatever the case is. So, anyway, oh my gosh, but do, does uh, any of you out there, are you going to be including your birds in your holiday festivities? Do you celebrate? Do you give them presents? What do you do for your birdies this time of year? Oh my gosh, I am single, I live alone, I don't have kids, and I really don't have family. So this is when I just load up on bird toys, new perches, if I need to get new food dishes or new stuff or anything for their cages or their surroundings, anything. This is when I load up on that kind of stuff. I even put in some orders for some pellets that I've been switching them over to and got them all set for a while. So they get all kinds of stuff. That's, you know, it's fun to justify it that way. And you have to buy some of this stuff anyway. You can't just blow them off. And then for the giant dog. Oh my gosh. This is terrible, people. So he had his left knee reconstructed Early this year, he has ACL disease, which makes his ACL tendons fray out like an old rope until they are gone and the knee doesn't work anymore. So we already replaced his left knee, which I am still paying off, and it is time for the right knee, which is okay. I'd like to get it done before he gets any older. The surgery is stressful on them, and he's a giant breed. So his surgery is set the 23rd, so two days before Christmas, and that will give me a, a little bit over a week until after New Year's when I got to come back to work and uh, be able to spend all my time with him. So the first week or so of the recovery process is the toughest, of course, but we'll get through it. At any rate, if anyone would like to help out and kick a couple bucks to the cause, I have a giant dog knee fund that I set up on his first surgery, and I am kicking that into effect again. So it does help. Any little bit helps. And it is a tremendous amount of money to shoulder all by myself, and it's a huge hit to my budget. So I really hate asking, 
but it's what I did last time and it helped me keep my head above water as far as my personal expenses and, you know, just keeping a roof overhead, everything, it adds up. And when you're doing it alone, oh my gosh, they are getting us with the veterinary bills these days. It is really expensive. Holy cow. But the one nice thing about this knee construction is it's one of the most successful surgeries you can get for a dog. His left knee is actually better now than it was before the surgery earlier this year. So it is worth it. It improves his quality of life, therefore extends his life. And he's really happy when he functions. He loves his walks. He loves to be able to run and play. And he loves, he loves, loves, loves his walks. So I want to get back on track with that with him and uh, keep him around as long as I can. He is a service dog for me and he helps me with my anxiety and he helps me with my depression and all sorts of stuff. So he's, he's pretty important to me. And I have chosen coffee.com because they have an option for like donations for a cause. And when it's a donation like this, they don't take any processing fees out. So 100% of your contribution goes straight to Giant Dog's Knee Fund. Oh my gosh, I hate asking. I really do. But it's one of those things. It's it's tough. It's really tough. So I'm going to keep the coffee.com fundraiser open for the duration of his recovery process. He has eight weeks and then as soon as the doctor clears him on his follow-up exam to make sure he healed up properly, uh, I'll close down the charitable contribution fund. But at the same time, I am also going to be applying 100% of the net profits from the Etsy shop, which is still in a ramp-up phase. It's still pretty slow. But th everything from the Etsy shop will go to support this cause as well as I am really trying my best to ramp up on TikTok live stream. I've got TikTok shop set up. I need to start adding more products to it and get my mock-ups updated on that. But I am able to take the emoji tips on the live stream for entertainment. So I need to set up a time frame. I'm probably going to try to do this at least three times a week, maybe every weeknight for an hour. And I think what I'm going to do is kind of a chill with me or a hangout with Shasta or a relaxation hour kind of a thing. I'm going to get creative with it. I'm not sure what I'm going to do, but I thought, you know, it's really, it's kind of boring to just sit there and look at a person holding a bird and answering questions. I might get some interest that way, but I think I'm going to just do like relaxation activities. And a lot of people like to do that just to zone out on if they want to take a nap, if they want to fall asleep, whatever. And uh, sometimes it's kind of fun. I've noticed that a lot of the creators out there on TikTok that have the ASMR or just zone out activities, they're just including the TikTok audience in a relaxation activity, whatever, uh, tend to get a big following. I'll see if I accumulate an audience that way a little bit and, get, and maybe generate a few tips. But at any rate, the point is that TikTok live stream efforts will also go towards the giant dog's medical expenses. So I'm trying to think of fun and creative ways to, you know, maybe offset a little bit of that weight of that expense. So I will put links for everything down in the show notes, of course. And then this episode, I am not going to spend a whole lot of time talking. I have started going in another direction on my quest for bird nutrition. And I've been finding some resources and some books that are kind of interesting. 
Some are crazy. Holy cow, crazy. I'm not sure if I'm going to do any book reviews on them. I need to really dive into them. I just started receiving a couple of books. I've also been compiling a lot of information just from the internet notes that I've taken. Uh, Sometimes I've found websites. Some of them don't exist anymore. I've tried to find them again, and I can't to even give them credit. But I've started compiling some information and saving it on occasion. I've had a file So I'm starting to kind of go through that file of information that I've been just stashing. And I want to find an interesting and creative way to present bird nutrition information that makes sense for the average bird owner. Because one thing that's, you know, with the giant dog knee surgery and everything, I'm having to tighten up the budget and make sure that I'm stretching every dollar as far as I can right now budgeting, that sort of thing. So I'm trying to find creative ways to make sure that the birds all have fresh produce and top-notch nutrition. And even when the budget is just a little bit stretched, you know, you still want the birds to have top-notch nutrition. You don't want to just resort to feeding them only seeds. That's not good for them. And you want to make sure they're getting a balance of all their nutrients and all that good stuff. The one thing I've noticed when I've found nutrition information that's a little bit more technical, if that's the right word, I'm not sure if that's the right word, a little bit of a deficiency can have a big impact depending on what that vitamin deficiency is. So it's really important for the the life of your bird and how long it lives and how happy it is and how well it functions. And you don't want to be racking up vet bills for a sick bird. Oh my gosh. It's not only going to many times not end well if the disease is too far gone, but it's extremely stressful on these little guys just to have to deal with vet visits and receiving any kind of medications or anything. So prevention is everything. And one of the best ways to prevent disease is through their diet. So it's a worthwhile thing to kind of look into or have some references. But the problem with the United States in particular is that there are no nutritional guidelines for pets at all and no standards. So everything is all over the board and you have to really cross-reference stuff and make sure that the information you're finding is solid, especially the more I hesitate to use the word exotic because I'm not sure if parrots and stuff at this point are considered exotic, but people use that term. I'd say birds are very specialized in their dietary needs. It doesn't have to be hard or difficult, though. So one of my biggest goals I want to have for 2024 is a way to have top-notch bird nutrition accessible to everybody, no matter what your budget is or where you live. Let's face it, sometimes we have a little lovebird or a little budgie or a cockatiel, but we live in a tiny little town in the middle of nowhere. I know lots of people in small towns, remote areas, and they'll have a bird, keep some company. They love having birds, but it doesn't mean that the grocery store in your small town is going to have a huge, gigantic selection of produce, right? You might have some limitations. So I want to try to find some options for everybody so you are able to offer your bird 
different types of selections, variety, different nutrients in the form of different foods, and make sure that it is top-notch nutrition and it's not compromised by way of, I don't know, additives, preservatives, artificial ingredients, human food gone wrong, all that sort of stuff. Yuck, we don't want to do that. So that's one of my goals for 2024. While Doggy is doing his convalescing, I'm going to have plenty of time to dive into some of this. Plus, I'm going to work on some other stuff with the shops and all that. So keep your eyes peeled on everything. Oh my gosh, busy girl over here, busy girl. There's just not enough hours in the day to get everything done that I would love to be working on. Anyway, I am not sure what is going to hit your eardrums next week. As I said, Doggy is going to be in the healing process. So, until he is able to take stairs and come down to the studio, that's going to be a problem. I'm not sure exactly what I'm going to do for an episode next week, but I have some ideas. It might be a little bit out of the norm. It might just be some entertainment for a week as a placeholder kind of a thing, and then I'll be back. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. It just, it all depends on Giant Dog's healing process and availability to studio space. I think I'm going to get this edited and out into everyone's eardrums. Keep your eyes peeled, everyone. I Here again, I'm not sure what I'm doing next week, but I will try to do something interesting, entertaining, or somewhat pleasant in some capacity, I guess. Oh my gosh, I am getting crazy. All right, so I guess that's all I really got for you this week. Have a safe and wonderful holiday. I will hit you up as soon as I am able. And if you don't see me post for a week, just know I am not completely out of commission or anything. I'm just juggling a lot and I am trying to stay on schedule to the best of my ability. But sometimes things come up and it could interrupt things. So I'll see what I can get done. All right, I'm out of here. I'm going to go get this edited. I'm going to go play with my birds. And that's what you guys should be doing too, playing with your birds. Have fun, everyone. Stay safe. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.